Today on Happy Second Fused, Michael Shannon returns to talk Fahrenheit 451 and our very complicated love affair. Hey guys, I'm Josh Horowitz. The yin to Michael Shannon's yang. This is a big one. That's Sammy. Welcome back, Sammy. Hi, thank you. It is so good to be back. So good to have you back. I'm glad you, you didn't sneak this one while I was away again. I would never do such a thing. Okay. To be fair, you were on a glorious, exciting romp through the Scottish Highlands. Correct. Searching for our buddy Sam Hewen. Did you find him? That, uh, you know, I, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Cut right to the chase. I didn't find him. But yeah. uh, I did find a lot of unbelievably lovely people yeah. from Scotland and the most beautiful, beautiful scenery I've ever seen. And um, I did travel in time, but I did not meet Sam Ewan. Look, you've met him before. I was going to say again. You will meet him again. Um, but, but go to Scotland, guys. I, I work for them now. <laughs> Visit Scotland tourism. Uh, just to what say, was the highlight? What was the best thing you saw in Scotland? Um, I would say go the Highlands were the highlight. Yeah, we went to the city. I loved the cities. I love Edinburgh especially, but the Highlands were like every place you look is like a postcard. It's really wow. amazing and beautiful, and there's a lot of animals there. I'm a big animal person. I don't know if you know that. Meaning about you me. like big animals, or you just like animals? You're big. You're big into animals generally. Both, actually. So there were cows, sheep, stuff like that. That right. was really exciting. I right. tried whiskey. You've never tried whiskey before? No. Oh, look, I just got some for the office, actually. Okay. Look, there it is. You did? Yeah. I'm trying some to, Woodford Reserve. I'm just trying to, like, you know, build out my little bar. You want people to have fun here. This is a fun cool place for cool hey, people. Hey, yeah. try well, out drinking. <laughs> hey, it's 11 a.m. You want some whiskey? <laughs> I just got it. I'm not trying to make it. Like some crazy place, but I want people to have the option should they desire. Has do you offer it, or have people asked you for drinks before? Um, I'm trying to think if people have asked me for drinks. I don't know. Like, what made you decide to have a bar in here? I don't know. First of all, I don't have a bar. <laughs> what did I just show you? I showed you literally a cabinet that has a couple glasses, a bottle of whiskey, and like a half bottle of Chardonnay. <laughs> you probably got from an airplane. <laughs> I just want to create a hospitable mm. environment for any guest, whether yeah. they drink or not. There are games and toys and drinks and mm. my he winning has, like, personality. Hard drugs in the corner. <laughs> got heroin like, over yeah, here. <laughs> anything, anything you want. Anything. Iced tea. Anything. <laughs> um, I'll keep you posted if anybody takes me up on it. Please. But anyway, so you enjoyed whiskey over in uh, the Highlands. I did. I just, I, it was a wonderful thing, but I missed being here on this podcast. We missed you. Luckily, you were back for a very special episode. I, if there was any episode to come back for, oh, it's boy. this. Um, if you've listened to any episodes of Happy Second Fused, you know there are a couple of recurring themes throughout the show. Um, actually, there's really just one recurring theme. It's, my, it's, it's Michael Shannon. Yeah. Um, some would say I have an interest, affection. Obsession? Your word, not mine, but yes. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think if I do, I defend it. He deserves it because he is arguably our greatest actor working today. And he just gives you so much love. He's just so <laughs> loving with you. Um, so yes, Michael and I go way back. We've mm -hmm. talked many, many times. He's been on the podcast before and, um, he plays hard to get with me sometimes. It makes you want him even more. Oh, so this is a, a, a super fun conversation with, uh, with the crazy Michael Shannon. He is starring in a uh, new film, 
called Fahrenheit 451. Mm-hmm. It's based on the classic Ray Bradbury story, of course. Uh, it is on HBO May 19th. Um, I definitely uh, recommend it. I, it's <laughs> Michael actually gave me shit during the podcast for not being like effusive enough. <laughs> it's a good movie. So okay? you're doing it now. No, on the record, it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. It's him and Michael B. Jordan. I was going to say two of two of my favorite Michaels. Exactly. Um, and uh, it's I mean, if you don't know anything about the story, it's basically uh, set in a future where uh, firemen are destroy all books and all matter of media and are kind of controlling thought and limiting um, the way we consume information. Uh, and needless to say, uh, has some interesting parallels and relevance uh, to today. Uh, this conversation, Michael, if you don't know already, uh, is unabashedly not a fan of the president. Mm. Um, and that comes up mm-hmm. <laughs> extensively in this conversation. I know some of you hate it when we talk politics on here. But you know what? Politics are a part of life, a part of movies, a part of culture. And it's real. And it's real. And this is the real deal this here. This is the real real world. I'm not going to no sugarcoat it for back. you guys. And I got to be my authentic self. I'm not going to tell you things I don't believe. So, yes, when we talk about Trump, it's not positive, guys. No. We don't love him here at Happy Said <laughs> I'm not pro. And if that means uh, I've lost you as a listener, it's been a fun ride. Um, anyway, uh, this conversation runs the gamut. It's a lot of uh, fun, passive-aggressive aggress- uh, love between the two of us. Mm. We really dissect the relationship, I think. Oh, in I pro- can't wait in some to hear that. Because uh, I have some curiosities about it, too. I'm, I'm still not settled. I still don't know where we're at. No, I mean, like, we'll be places and you know he's coming and you get all nervous. It's like, <laughs> you got, there's a lot to unpack. And I know he does, too. So it's like, there's a lot there's to a unpack. Lot. There's a lot. Uh, and not to mention, as I said, it all comes out of uh, deep reverence for uh, an actor that I truly think is one of, if not the best, working today. He, I just, I, you know, I can't take his, your eyes off of him. He's an amazing performer. Um, so check out Fahrenheit 451. He's also got a couple other uh, projects coming later in the year. I reference one that I think is coming on. I want to say it's, I think it's a Netflix movie, but it's. It, look out for it later in the year. It's called What They Had. Uh, it's uh, Hillary Swank, Blythe Danner, Robert Forster. Um, I, I love Blythe I, Danner. She. It's real. It's actually a really, really good movie. I saw it at Sundance, and it's a, a very um, uh, sad story about a family uh, dealing with um, uh, the mom having dementia. So it's you know it, it, it's it's tough stuff, but it's it's really good. Michael Shannon's not a big comedy guy, is he? <laughs> some, have you seen his work on After Hours? That's uh, excuse you, I certainly have. Seems like you'd forgotten. <laughs> no, of course I was talking more like uh, his film, his film roles. Kangaroo Jack. You ever seen him in Kangaroo Jack? I didn't. Okay, so but you know, I liked it. You know, the scene that sticks out for me it's like Shape of Water when he rips his fingers <laughs> off, stuff like that. I'm just like, oh. spoiler alert. That come on. <laughs> yeah, that. I'm oh, sorry, everyone. That's the crux of the movie. Basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, uh, this was a long time coming. He's, uh, you know, I, I invite Michael Shannon on with every project he's in, and he's in like two or three a year. He only says uh, yes occasionally. So, uh, again, playing hard to get. So I'm thrilled that he came by. This Did he address the Michael Shannon uh, paraphernalia in your office? Um, we talked a little bit about the General Zod action figure that we always have. He didn't reference our Michael Shannon non-sexual escort sign. Cash only. Cash only. 
family, and he only noticed the the big poster of him and me. <laughs> he only uh, noticed the giant poster. That's the first thing you see. Yeah, he only noticed that at the mm. very end, and he did get a good chuckle out of that. So good. the love is strong, is what oh, I'm saying. Oh, I'm happy. All right, let's yeah. Let's do it. You let's ready? Let's do it. I am ready. Okay, review, rate, and subscribe to Happy Sad Confused. Encourage more uh, conversations with me and Michael Shannon by mm. spreading the good word of the show, uh, and enjoy this conversation. With Mikey Shannon. I'm sure he loves being called Mikey. If you're listening, I love you, Mikey. <laughs> How are you, Michael? Mm. Be honest with me. Um, well, I'm, I'm, I'm. My stomach's a little um, upset, but other than that, I mean, mm. I don't have like a terminal illness or anything. Well, we don't. I mean, like, we don't know that. When's the last time you had a checkup? Well, I finally got a colonoscopy, and that came out clear. Is that true? Yeah, what? I've seen pictures of my uh, colon, and uh, he saw he saw one little tiny polyp, but he just carved it off. And you can self-administer that. You can just do that yourself. Just scoop that out in there. <sighs> Maybe that's how things go in your house. <laughs> I don't know. We are roughly the same. Well, you're, you're a couple years older than me, shockingly. Um, really? We're roughly the same age, so we're, we're facing the same health markers, like the, the where the colonoscopies start to happen and that kind of fun stuff. It's really Dem- sober. Dementia. Well, that's, that's hit. Yeah. That's it. Mm, <laughs> yummy coffee. I feel like you learned how to podcast with me. I feel like we came, we came of age together on the podcast Airwaves. Do people listen to this when they're working out? I do. I listen to podcasts when I'm working out. So should we be like... Keep maybe, going. Yeah. Keep it up. Hey. Don't stop. <laughs> Your ass looks great. <laughs> keep doing that. Yeah. What do you listen to at the uh, at the gym? I don't listen to anything. Silence? Just nothing? Yeah. I don't listen to anything. But sometimes I watch... I'll get on the bicycle and they'll have, uh, you know, uh, scenic routes you can take. Yeah. I like that. But it's always like you have, you have like two options and you're, it's the same scenic route each time. It's like. I, but I always look for the differences, the subtle differences. I don't think they're. Di- Sometimes there'll be like a bear hiding behind a tree <laughs> that wasn't there the day before. Do you scream when you're on the treadmill? Yeah. Well, it's, it's a good motivator to keep to pedal faster because yeah. you don't want to get mauled by a bear yeah. while you're at the gym. No, that's, that would be actually a smart business strategy for, you know, the, the Curves franchise or whoever, whichever gym you, you frequent. To um, You ser- seriously think I go to Curves? How's the levels on this? Am I hitting the right levels? No, that's good. You're right. You're Is this right. the right distance from the mic? You're perfect. Thank you for being aware of such things. Most people don't even give a shit. Well, I've been doing this a long time. <laughs> I know what's important. What's the first thing? What, what's, what do you do first thing in the morning? You wake up. I say, fuck again. <laughs> Here we go. Again. It's not over Jesus. yet. <laughs> I try to figure out whether I'm hungover or not. Uh-huh. And then... Uh, no, I usually, uh, well, Monday through Friday uh, is about getting the kids to school. Right. Um, whether you like it or not, you have to do that. You have to get up. And um, I usually put on WBGO, my favorite radio station, mm-hmm. you know, excluding your, what, is, is this a radio station? <laughs> no, just okay. don't even pretend like you care. No. Um, <laughs> 
W J O S H. <laughs> oh, I got it. Oh, that's good. I like it. That's too many letters. <laughs> WBGO is in Newark, New Jersey. It's a jazz radio station, and I listen to that. That helps me deal with things. And then I the make, chaos of the children. I make a coffee. Yeah. In my beautiful new pink coffee maker. Oh. That's more elaborate than it needs to be, but it makes me I find it charming. And then uh, I make breakfast. Uh, usually Kate makes the lunch. And uh, Do kids still have like lunch boxes and that kind of thing? What's the, like, is there like, uh, I have very fond oh. memories as a kid of having like the, the branded with my favorite TV show lunchbox thing. Yeah, well, what was that? Facts of Life? I did like Facts of Life. Well, yeah, I, you what? had a Facts of Life uh, lunchbox. I think it was like, like Night Rider. I Give me a break. Give me a break. Well, it's good. Nell Carter. Nell class. Carter with your lunch. Here's your lunch. <laughs> Nell Carter probably had a lot of lunchboxes. Wow, that's, I mean, come on. Respect the dead. Mmm, coffee's yummy. Night Rider. That was probably my bag. Night Rider. That, that was, was good. Uh, Hasselhoff. Hasselhoff, yeah, yeah. He had an evil twin, Garth. Mm. That just had a mustache. That was the way to differentiate Are the evil twin. Are you that because I have a mustache? Well, right it just reminded me. Mm. What's the mustache for? I'm doing a television program miniseries called The Little Drummer Girl, Little based dr- on the book by John Le Carre. Le Carre. Uh, One day I'll figure out how to say it. I think it's Le Carre. That's his nom de plume. I know his real name. I met his sons. I'm not telling you his real name. The man has a fake name for a reason. I think well, I think it's like available readily. It's not. I mean, no, it's secret. He was in the. He was a spy for Christ's sake. He can't give away his identity. Okay, his real name is Nina Haspel. That's his real name. <laughs> now we understand why he changed it. Yeah, Nell Carter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? Um, do you I'll, think she should run the CIA? What do you think? Oh, oh, oh! Miss Haspel dies. Now I'm getting it. Uh, oh, you're a little slow on the uptake today, Josh. Well, okay. Did well, you have enough breakfast? I thought you said Nina Haspel. It's Gina, isn't it? No, it's Nina. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I have my New York Times and everything, like a smart person. I'm, I'm still a person. Go ahead. Look it up. It's Nina. There, there she, is. she is. Read it. Read it. Gina. <laughs> it's Gina Haspel. <laughs> yes. Highlight of the fucking day. I hope she doesn't torture me because I called her by the wrong name. Yeah, I think that's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> We've got to get Mike Shannon in here. My first mission as chief of the CIA is to torture Michael Shannon for calling me Nina. Would you ever would you ever play Donald Trump? Yeah, I know you're a big fan. If if some brilliant if Charlie Kaufman had a brilliant take on the Donald Trump story. I would play Donald Trump only if the version of Donald Trump I was asked to play was his uh, disemboweled carcass. <laughs> but the jury's out. We don't know. He could be a, the greatest president ever. I like what Ramin said, calls him. He calls him the current tenant. That's how he refers to him. Yeah, that's a kind way to put it, I suppose. Yeah, the current tenant. He won't even say his name. He's a disgusting, filthy mongrel of a human being. Yeah. The folks don't like it when, when I, I but I but I, when I talk to politics, but I can't help it. I, I'm with you, man, all the way. He's the worst. I mean, nobody's going to listen to this anyway. That's true. So that's we might fair. as well speak our mind. That's true. That's, that's so fair. that when we're listening to it alone <laughs> in our bedrooms, we can feel good about ourselves, Is like that, we didn't back down. Right. You know? right. We took a stand as yeah. we're at the nuclear apocalypse. As the missiles are falling, we yes. Can... <laughs> as Iran is. 
Play the blowing podcast. Israel in the <laughs> in the oblivion. We can listen to this podcast and know we did the right thing. And yet, you're raising children in this this very oh, questionable it's world. So lovely, such a lovely time. I just I don't know. I mean, I hope I I try to make sure that they're just having fun right now. Like enjoy your childhood. Right. You know, because when you're older and you have to shoot people to get water, it's going to be it's going to be tough. <laughs> Do you, do you not think that this is a blip that we're that, that there's no coming no, back from this? It's not a blip. This is not a blip. No, He's it's not, not a blip. But it's not even about him. You know, Nicholas. Speaking of the New York Times, <laughs> that article, Nicholas. I'm going to call him by the right, right, wrong name. Crystal. Crystal. Yes, Christoph yeah, or Christ. I want to say Christoph. It's oh wait, Crystal. maybe it is. Oh God damn it! Well, he's a smart guy, and he wrote a nice article about how. We've got to stop paying so much attention to Trump because there's all this really terrible stuff going on while we worry about whether he paid off you right. know, Stormy Daniels not to talk about having sex with him. Who freaking cares? A hundred years from now, nobody's going to care whether Stormy Daniels had sex with Donald Trump. Gonna but they're going to care because they can't breathe when they go outside. They're well, not going to like that. My, my, my wife works for Natural Resources Defense Council, the NRDC, mm -hmm. and as you can imagine... That job has changed in the last couple of years. Oh my god! It's, I mean, are they are they having any? Are they able to do anything? I mean, I give them money, but I don't. They are their lawsuits up the wazoo. They actually are making a lot of inroads. I mean, th thankfully, some of the states are stepping up you yeah. know, where they have to, and frankly, other countries around the world are stepping up. Well, that's what I like. Yeah. I mean, but the crazy. Someone was saying this the other day. It's like that realization when like we have become the bad guy in the world. Oh, we're terrible, man. Well, I'm over in Europe all the time now doing this show. I was in England and Greece. Now I'm going to Czech Republic. But it's like, it's very hard to be an American abroad, you know. You, although a lot of people are pretty sympathetic. I mean, I think they're able to ascertain that it probably wasn't my selection. Right. Um, <laughs> pretty quickly. So. Right. You're wearing the Make America Great hat again, ironically. They don't. They, yeah, they get yeah. that. They get well, that. I'm wearing it backwards. <laughs> that's with my gold teeth. <laughs> it's my Kanye impersonation. Oh, let's not start on that that path too. Yeah, right. yeah. Anyway, well, it is a good segue to to because we should talk a little bit about your uh, new film, your new collaboration with Ramin, uh, mm -hmm. Fahrenheit four fifty one, which I enjoyed, and this is a project that you I, enjoyed. I did. I've seen it twice, man. I had a refresher. I well, saw uh, on a scale of one to ten, what would you give it? <laughs> I'm not a critic. That's that's the beauty of this. Oh, so you get to avoid. Uh, accountability. Well, it would be uncomfortable talking to look in the case. Luckily for you, generally speaking, you make very good films. But some of your brethren, the percentage is a little lower, and I would hate to have to pretend to love their questionable material. You don't have that problem, is what I'm saying. Really? Yeah. You when you look at your resume, what percentage of work would you well, say you're proud of? We weren't talking. No, I've been in some clunkers. Come on now. I'm not talking about Kangaroo Jack. Uh, well, I it, this is a, look. This is dangerous territory for me. Not <laughs> yeah, we don't. Obviously, that I'm movies. not uh, <laughs> uh, you know, easily intimidated, um, readily spouting off at the mouth as we speak. But well, you can say on a person. Uh, do you ever look at your own performance and say, "I flubbed it" or "I went the wrong way"? It's never my fault. <laughs> you being serious? It's never my fault. Well, you didn't make the movie. 
But you're a key cog in the wheel. No, I'm not. Anybody could do it. It could be me. It could be (laughs) Bronson Pinchot. It could be Do you and Bronson go up for the same roles often? He's a bit older than me, I guess. So that was your lunchbox, Perfect Perfect, perfect Strangers? Perfect Strangers. <laughs> no, I never ate lunch when I was a kid. It was awful. What do you mean? The lunch generally is awful? No, the school I never, lunch is horrible, yes. No, I didn't get... I never had any money to get lunch. Are we, try, are we going down this path now, the sad childhood of Michael I Shine? did have a sad childhood, goddammit. <laughs> I had a non-lunch childhood, I'll tell you that much. Are you in therapy to work out your, your past demons? No. Could you use no, it? I'm just, I'm just, I'm letting them loose on mankind. <laughs> this is your therapy. Yeah. It's free. Mm-hmm. Have you ever considered going into therapy? I mean, I, I feel like I know you well enough to know that that could be a fertile environment for you and the therapist. There might be stuff to talk about. It's all BS, man. You don't believe <clears> that? <laughs> I'm not going to sit there and talk to some stranger and tell them. I only do that when I'm doing press. <laughs> and then you're killing a couple birds with one stone. You're actually yeah. at least, yeah. Yeah. You're always welcome here to just opine about. Well, maybe that could be your new podcast is you giving me therapy. I feel like we're already How many people there. do you think would listen to that? Actually, maybe a shocking amount. <laughs> I get. You might get a bigger office. I get, <laughs> and a window. And a window. I get a lot of good feedback on the, we've only done one podcast. We've done a lot over the years, but only one podcast. And it is one of the favorites of people, the last one we did. With the, Sweet Jesus. With the Michael Shannon, uh, the Zod action figure. Oh, my God. Yeah, all that kind of fun stuff. That thing is so weird. I know. We covered it last time, so I don't regurgitate, but it still has, you're still holding things that would never appear in the film. It makes no sense. Did you, uh, <laughs> do you, did you enjoy Justice League? I haven't seen Justice League. Did you enjoy Avengers Infinity War? I haven't seen any comic book movies. I feel bad. <laughs> I haven't even seen Black Panther, which I particularly feel bad about because I'm hanging out with Mr. Jordan nowadays oh, promoting the picture. But the only time I ever watch movies is on an airplane. That's a shame. You're a busy man. I keep flying back and forth to Europe, as I mentioned earlier. Yeah. What's the, the last flight thing? to Athens is 10 hours. So are you watching a series? Of I watched. I started yeah. watching movies I've already seen before. <laughs> On the last flight, I watched Anchorman. Well, I mean, in the like eighth hour of the flight, I was like, I need something to make me laugh. Did it work? Yeah, it did. I think Steve Carell is so funny in that movie when Brick. he says, "I ate a big red candle." <laughs> I don't know why we're yelling. He's got a lot of classics in there. Brick is one of the great characters of our time. It really is. Um, what was I going to say? So no, no Star Wars, Last Jedi. I don't watch that crap. I don't care. <laughs> How do you really feel? I don't care. I don't care. Look, when I was a kid, yeah. I liked that stuff, okay? Okay. I had some Star Wars guys. I had uh, my cousins had a bunch of comic books. I'd go out and, and look at their comic books. But I got it out of my system. J.J. Abrams calls. Hey, I want you... Those Marvel people don't want me. I met with Kevin... Uh, Feige. Feige. What'd you call him? <laughs> Feige. I met with him like 10 years ago. Yeah. I, I got on my hands and knees and said, please, please, can't... Isn't there somewhere for me in the Marvel Universe? Haven't heard a peep. Seriously? 
I mean, maybe it's because I did a DC thing. I don't know. Was there a specific role you were begging for, or they were thinking? No, of? I don't know. Just a general. I didn't, you know. Anybody. I liked. I remember. Remember the Watchers. They were like. Yeah, they like the hovered big around guys. In, yeah, 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 in yeah. outer space. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would have done one of those. I could have done shaved my head and been one of those guys. <laughs> so speaking of the mustache and shaving your head, yeah. you're a chameleon. You, you, like to, you like to change yourself. What's the most you've gained or lost for a role, weight-wise? Oh, that shit's silly. I don't do that shit. No? That's ridiculous. You're Why not do a- people do that? I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to quarrel with something. Christian Bale he makes it work. Actors, it's not about your body. It's about your... Look, I have a a very supreme intellect, and that's what I use. (laughs) I don't have to, like, do a colonic and drop 10 pounds. Somebody was telling me a story the other day about... Well, never mind. I'm not going to tell that story. <laughs> Can you omit the name? It just has to do with colonics. Oh, wow. And, and the, the abuse of colonics <laughs> in order, in an endeavor to lose weight in right. order to be on camera. And how it disturbed uh, the people that had to clean oh, the trailer. No, 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 no. They no. had to clean the toilets. Nope, nope. And it got to the point where they, they refused to go in there. <laughs> they were done. They weren't going to. They weren't going to clean up this shit anymore. Literally. This ma- this person was like funneling coffee up their anus to, in an effort to, <laughs> I don't know what. I didn't, so Maggie Smith did that for Downton Abbey. So that's crazy. It wasn't Maggie Smith. Okay, that's one down. This is how I get, get it, it out of you. It was a boy. <laughs> Can I narrow it down? It was a boy <laughs> that I heard this story about, okay. I should add. Yeah. I don't know whether it's even true. There are stories but it was that. an entertaining story, and it, <laughs> it gave me a chuckle on a hard day. So you don't believe in... What about, like, the methody kind of stuff? Like uh, drinking for a scene where you're supposed to be drunk, or, you know, Shia sh- taking a drug when he wants to feel the what it's like to be high or whatever. When did he do that? He did that for Charlie Countryman, that movie that came, back, came out a few years ago. What about American Honey? Do you think he did drugs on that? I don't know. That was a good, that was a good role, though. I don't know. I don't know if he did or not, but I thought that was pretty good. That was an interesting movie. Yeah. So where do you where do you come down on that kind of method? Well, I don't stuff? take drugs or drink unless I'm not at work. <laughs> yeah, that's your escape. <laughs> Why use it on the? Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. Okay. I mean, um, well, actually, I don't take drugs at all. Drugs scared the shit out of me. I used to. I tried to mess around with them, but. Uh, they're terrifying. I don't know how people do drugs. I'm with you. I'll drink a little bit. That's the extent of my vices. You can really, I mean, and it does such terrible things. Look how many people that, I mean, people I know that I mean a lot to me that, you know, yeah. die. You know, it's awful. No. Yeah, I'm always, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if I have an addictive personality, but I, I worry. You're addicted to me. <laughs> that, is, that is true. <laughs> You know, I think the general public, if they're still awake, should be, they <laughs> should be made aware. Three. They're on mile three right now. Keep going. Yeah. You're doing great. You did your thighs, what is it, your calves, <laughs> your thighs. Um, what should the American public know? They should know that as many times as I've uh, worked with you, collaborated with you on these things, There's for every time I do it, there's 20 times where I say no. That's absolutely Valid and true. 
Uh, let's put put in some good words about Fahrenheit 451. So, Ramin, I love your collaborations. You I want yeah. on a scale of one to ten. I would. Oh my! This I I think it's. I would recommend it. Like what? Like uh, like a hot dog place? Like <laughs> this place is good if you're in the I'll mood for way. a hot I, dog. I, it held up on a second viewing. Okay, that's a good sign. Okay. I think you and Mike are Michael. Sh- I'm like, you're Michael. Sh- you and Michael you're B. Jordan. Confused, my friend. Well, you have me on the spot. I feel like I'm being grilled now, waterboarded. You and Michael B. Jordan are fantastic together. I think it's a fascinating relationship. Mm-hmm. And I respect and love what Ramin does. I thought your work with him on 99 Homes was fantastic, and I think this is a another solid piece of work. Yeah. Man. What? That is limp, man. It's just limp. <laughs> This is why you respect me so much, because I am a straight shooter with you. <laughs> you peaked with General Zod. We both know that. Uh, yeah, that's I, I'm having a hard time understanding why I continue doing this, to be, to be totally blunt about it. Like, haven't I? I mean, mission accomplished, you scaled right? the mountaintop, yeah. What am I going to do now? Like, yeah. Am I just do old man roles? Is that what I have to look forward to? <laughs> like movies about old men going out for one last trip oh, in Vegas or something, you know? That'd be good. Um, I was just in Vegas. Are you a Vegas Vegas kind of guy? More, more, more AC, I probably. You're Atlantic City guy. I I've never been to Atlantic City, oddly enough, considering I was on a show about it. That's right. Uh. I've been to Vegas a uh, few times. Vegas is a an unusual place. <laughs> There's a headline. That's a breaking news. Yeah. Did you go see Britney or uh, or Celine Dion or Siegfried and Roy? Oh, God. What happened? <laughs> you vomit? Well, I was trying to stifle a burp, and it kind of happened in my throat as opposed to coming out. Um, last time I was there, I was shooting something. Shooting a movie called Frank and Lola, we shot that in Las Vegas. Yeah, and it was very surreal. We had a we had a, a scene in the Wynn Casino Hotel. We shot at night nights when the I mean the casino's still open, obviously, but most people were asleep. And we shot a scene in the restaurant there. A couple of scenes actually. That was a very strange. It's a strange town. Yeah. Um, so, so are you, you're in the middle of shooting the Jean Le Carré, yes, I assume? Is that your French? Jean Le Carré. You know, he's not French. No, his name's Nell Carter. He's, yeah. he's give me a break. Uh, I'm not done. I'm not done at all. I'm going... Oh, that's why you had Skarsgård on the mind. He's in that one, right? Yeah, he plays my, my wingman. He plays my, I don't know what you'd call it, protege. Look but he's the... not my protege, because he's kind of his own man. He's like this badass, like soldier, secret agent guy who can get things done. He's well, a handler. You've He's graduated handler. now to the, the mentor role between Fahrenheit 451 and Little Drummer Girl. You are you're the guy. I'm a role model. No, let's not go that far. Be like me. <laughs> do you consider- I wonder how many people wake up in the morning and think if I could just be more like Michael Shannon. Do you think? What do I need? To, do I need to be less needy in the relationship for this to go to get better? Am I, am I just showing my hand too much? Well, it's obviously it's obvious that you adore me. You know, it's like it's like okay when you're learning. 
the ropes when you're a, a young man about how to woo a woman. Right. You know, it's like you can't. This is yeah. Follow her around with your tongue dragging on the ground. Yeah. You know, you got to act cool. You know, you got to act like you don't care. And you know, you can't do it. That's that's how women become interested in you. This is good. This is this is good advice for those on the treadmill thinking about wooing a, a young lady. Yes. I mean, that's, I don't know. I, I, no, you're fine. You, okay. Okay. You, uh, I'm just, you're making me self-conscious about this. It does feel like dating, frankly. It feels yeah. like unrequited love. And it feels like we're going to be in this tumultuous back and forth for the next 30 years. And I just don't know where it goes. I just enjoy antagonizing you. Yeah, no, I guess that's valid. I mean, it's a sign of affection, honestly. I mean, the people that I give a, a hard time to and antagonize and and call names and every once in a while maybe, you know, punch on the arm or <laughs> grab their, squeeze their nipple or whatever. Yeah, that's happening. Unwanted. Yeah. That's, you, that means I like you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Great. Mission accomplished. Yeah. Um, any, any pros to being in an Oscar-winning film? Does your life change being part of that you've already you've already got the name recognition and the the good seat in the restaurant what is what is the the win of the shape of water do for your life i just feel so lucky i'm in that movie great movie i'm really like because like i said earlier you know you we were talking about you you get into some projects and you and you work hard on them but there's no guarantee how it's all going to shake out because my contribution is literally not a large, very large percentage, really. It's mostly other people, and you have to trust them and their vision and, and what they're going to do with the, the materials. So when you're in something and something like that, it's just very... It's exciting. Do, do you feel like you have more license now to not wash your hands in public? It's like, oh, I'm doing a bit. <laughs> well, like, but get, that's in the it, bathroom. <laughs> I don't want anybody looking at me when I'm in the bathroom. And I don't want... Have I you don't been... want anybody paying attention to me at all. <laughs> have you been approached for autographs and selfies in the bathroom? No. Really? People can be pretty stupid. That no, you're right. Thing. You're right. But no. It, oh, man. That, no, I don't think that's happened to me yet. Oh. See, you haven't, you haven't hit the nadir yet of your career because that oh, will happen. That's the next level, huh? Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what I have to look forward to. Yeah. Um, there are a couple things that, that occur to me as I look at the oeuvre. You haven't done, though music is a big part of your life, you haven't sung in a film, I believe, yet. Well, I tried. I mean, I sang a song in Elvis and Nixon, but they cut it out. I'm sorry. It was sad. It bummed me out because it was cool. It was like Elvis driving to the White House in the limousine, and he's so happy that he starts singing. A, he starts singing the Battle Hymn of the Republic. <laughs> it was really cool. And I thought I sang it okay, but I guess they thought it it wasn't as good as Elvis, so they cut it out. Do you have an interest in a full on? Movie musical? Have you gone up? Because those are they're kind of in vogue. They're happening with some regularity now. Movie musicals? Yeah, you know, your your greatest showman, Mary Poppins. I don't know. Huh? Does that appeal to you at all? Mm, 
Um, I'm getting a no. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Got it. Got it. What about you? I, you got to understand, I don't want to go to work ever at all. Musical. Yeah, for some, that makes no sense. Okay. Let's parse that out for a second. I just want to. You have like four movies every year. I know, but it's. It's like... And you direct a play and you start... What are you talking about? I want to just go to the gym. What's happening? You are... You're a grown man. You can say no to things. I go to the gym and ride on the little bicycle. <laughs> and look at the, are, are you the gonna woods. Go, like that little... Like a little bicycle? The, like a little... The one where you can sit down, where it's really not that difficult. Okay. I just imagined you on a little unicycle or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what kind of gym you're at? It's a circus I gym. I think you're in a playground. <laughs> yeah. It's a playground. Oh, here's where he turns. Wait. I do the slides. Okay, you keep complaining. I just don't, don't want to work. I don't want to work. Then why are you working? I don't know. Okay. I have, I have to pay the bills. You're doing fine. I, well, I, but Directing I, I, a play I, I, in I, Chicago I, I, is I'm, not paying the bills, I'm, I'm guessing. hemorrhaging money, you know. What? What are you paying? Hemorrhaging. What are you paying for? It's not on your T-shirts. Oh Look God. at that. You have no idea how many bills I got. What's your biggest Sweet bill? Jesus. And plus, they take it all anyway. Okay. Let's say, you know, you make X dollars. Uh-huh. There's, you know, the government, the <laughs> agent, the people. Wait, you're paying taxes? I thought you were like Wesley Snipes. You just sort of do your own thing. No, I have an accountant that's very responsible and makes <laughs> sure that I give all, all of the appropriate <laughs> funds to the United States and state and local governments. Municipal. Oh, no. You're having a stroke. I might be having a stroke. <laughs> you are not doing... Are you prepared to deal with that? If I have a stroke, <laughs> or you, you my know what to in, do? Yeah, yeah shove my okay. wallet in your mouth. Right. Um, you were not doing things like Fahrenheit 451 or directing a play in Chicago to become a millionaire. Well, I did Fahrenheit 451 because I, I really believe in Rami, and I think he's a very special person. And, uh, and I thought it was, you know, pretty timely... Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because it's it is kind of um, an old timey book, so he had to kind of connoiter it a little, reconnoiter it a little bit. You yeah. Know? It's very different from the book. Uh, people going expecting to see the book uh, in its entirety will be uh, devastated. Yeah, I, I, it's also been a. I, I'd be curious to go back. I bet this movie doesn't date well. But the who did it? Was it Truffaut? Did the uh, Jean Le Carré's Truffaut? Yeah. Um, that even in my distant memory, that feels like it's probably a pretty dated. I've never seen it. Oh, really? but I, I, okay. I, 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 every once in a while, I hear somebody say I, that they really like it. But for the most part, most people are like, "You're not missing anything." Yeah. Yeah, this is a project because I remember I, I followed it for years because I remember Mel Gibson wanted to direct it and a lot of people were attached to different incarnations of it. So I'm, I'm glad it, it got there with you yeah. guys. And Michael, I mean, he's the real deal, Mr. Jordan. Yeah. Michael B. Why didn't you have him in? He, does he know who I, you are? I, yeah, Michael and I go, yeah, we've done a, a ton. Um, he's not on your board here. Okay, A, he doesn't live in New York. Huh. And B, I didn't even realize he was in town until I saw the photos at your little premiere the other day. He's huge, man. He's all jacked up. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> He's doing Creed too. Yeah. When he'll you see Black your, Panther... Whoop your ass. You'll see in Black Panther, like Chadwick Boseman, who plays Black Panther, he's obviously in incredible shape. And then, like, there's a scene, not to ruin anything, but when Michael takes off his shirt, you're like, 
this is next level. That guy's going to kick the shit out of Black Panther. He's amazing. Um, and like so focused. Chadwick was good in uh, what I mean good. Chadwick was amazing in that James Brown movie. Yeah, get on up. I saw that on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> you should do plane movie reviews. You could just do I your little, Yeah. Plane movie. Man, that guy playing James Brown. Whew. That's a tall Sweet tall Jesus, was he good. Okay, another thing I don't think you've ever done. You've never done a voice in like an animated. That'll never fucking what? happen. Why? Because they don't want you or you don't want them? I don't want to do that crap. People say, <laughs> you should do it. You have kids. I'm like, so what? They they can listen to other people do it. They don't need to listen to what they think. They know it's me. What's it going to do? I, I would find that distracting. I'm like, ah, Dad, you're, that's not a kangaroo. It's Dad. I know that's not a mongoose. It's Dad. Right. Right. No. I know it's not a, a toaster. It's Dad. Okay. But they, there was a toast. Oh, I got about a toast. No, thank you for clarifying. Yeah. Uh, are they into the Harry Potter? Do you read to them? Speaking of the, the Sylvie's reading the Harry Potter, like I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. She reads it any time there's any sort of gap in her <laughs> itinerary. She's reading Harry Potter. It's crazy, right? I don't know how old because I have nieces that are. She's twenty. <laughs> Stop <Stopped>. two. <laughs> I have nieces who are at that right age too, and they're yeah, they devour it. It's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Um, you should take them to are you a theme park guy. You strike me as a big theme park guy. No. Wizarding World. What? 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 What are you talking about? You should go to a theme take, park. Well, they. But at first, I got to take her to the show. They got the show on I, Broadway. I saw it. It's good. Oh, it's, it sounds about like Fahrenheit 451 <laughs> in your it. book. And yeah, it's, it's, it held up on a second view. It's a very solid piece. Of, it's a little you know what? solid and I, and I piece saw, of work. I saw it twice, so it did hold up on a second viewing. Yeah. <laughs> Look, if I don't... If it's I don't, super solid. If I don't it's hold like, back a little bit, then the actual praise means nothing. Mm. Isn't that true? So what, were you, what, what, what are you excited about nowadays? It's all over, as you know. We, as we started, there's nothing left. We're all just like running in place till the apocalypse. <laughs> One of us needs to be positive, I suppose, but that's not happening. <sighs> well, you're smiling a lot. It looks like you're having a good time. Really? Yeah. That's the happy. Those are just the happy second fused photos. Oh, that's right. That's what this show's called, isn't it? Don't pretend like you don't listen to every episode. Dude, I don't. <laughs> I swear to God, this could all be fake, and I wouldn't even know. It is. How's 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 Jeff Nichols? You guys working on anything? I'm going to make a music video for his brother's band. That's cool. That Jeff's going to direct. Okay. I think. That's something. Do you Lu Lucero? That's the name of the band. You haven't heard of them? Lucero, Ben Nichols, uh, Jeff's brother. Yeah, they're no. they're a great rock and roll band. Yeah, they're solid. They've they got a <laughs> real so, super solid record coming out, and we're gonna do a nice little music video for it that'll be pretty kind of entertaining. <laughs> do you write? Right? No. No. You directed recently in Chicago, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've directed a play twice. I've done that twice. I wrote some songs. For my band, which isn't together anymore, and um, or 
Well, one of the guys moved to L.A., so I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know. I mean, I can't. What am I going to If we play a game, fly him from L.A.? No. So, uh, and what else? Uh, write, but no, I don't, I'm not going to write like a screenplay or any of that. I'm not going to do that. No. no. You, you don't emulate your buddy Tracy Letts. He's uh, he no he's, Tracy Letts is wild, wildly talented human being, and very intelligent. Yeah, it's almost obnoxious. How um, he just had a kid, you know. Carrie, that's quite a power couple. That kid's going to be a good actor, presumably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would, I would think. So, um, so um, still splitting time New York and Chicago. Yeah, back and forth a bit. I'll be in Chicago this summer doing this crazy old play that nobody's heard of ever. So why are you doing that? I'm not questioning that uh, well, you shouldn't that play, do it. That play I'm doing because it makes me laugh. That's good. Because I like to laugh, you know? I do know that. I like to relax and laugh, roll around on the floor. <laughs> Wait, are, you, are you a dog? Suck my thumb. Oh. Huh. Scream. Right. Do you do any vocal exercises before you get on stage? Speaking of screaming? No. No, I didn't go to drama school, so I don't really know. Any. It's just all instinct, all... You just got to show up, man. You just got to keep showing up. Have you ever taught an acting class? Would you ever want to do that? No. Never. <laughs> no, I don't want to do that. I don't know. Everyone has a different way of doing it, you know? Right. Who am I to say? I don't know. Who is the greatest living actor on the planet right now, in your estimation? Or you can give me a top five, whatever. It doesn't need to be definitive. Well, isn't it Daniel? I thought it was Daniel Day-Lewis. Well, it isn't seems, it Daniel Day-Lewis? Well, arguably, he's retired now, so maybe he's... I mean, he's alive, but he's... Uh, I thought he was the one. Is that what we all decided collectively? It's, it's, I thought. I mean, I'm not going to quarrel with it. He's amazing. Did you like Phantom? Better than me. No, it's not. Did you like Phantom Thread? I really, really did, actually. Although I found it difficult to watch. Well, you were on a plane, and it was... No, I actually was at the premiere. Ooh, fancy. I guess it was a premiere, or it was some sort of screening that you get invited to, and then they have a party afterwards. And it was lovely, but it's kind of a hard movie. I mean, it's uncomfortable, you know? It gets, I, it gets under your skin. <laughs> I thought it played, as a speaking of comedy, I thought it played pretty damn funny. Yeah, but then she starts, like, drugging him, and I didn't like that. Right, that's not your thing. Well, I was there with my wife. <laughs> Don't get any ideas. I think my wife actually was getting a little uncomfortable. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, uh, it's intense. I yeah. mean, yeah, it kind of, you know points out the futility of male-female relationships. I suppose. But there are, there are exceptions to the rule. I haven't seen many. <laughs> You're in a good relationship. Yeah, we're killing it. <laughs> we're getting it done. We're married. we got two kids. Living the American dream. Bought a house. We're going to have a house. Here in New York that or in I Chicago? Pay for okay. With the bills. You're doing better than me. Well, that's not my fault. <laughs> it's not my foot on your neck, buddy. 
Podcasts barely pay the bills. Well, diversify. I do diversify. If you'd say yes to some of our shenanigans, that's diversifying. I gave you that adorable things. I gave you that. You know, it was a gift for you know, me I, to you. I recently did a sketch with your current war buddy, Benedict Cumberbatch. He's not too good for me. He's so handsome. Those cheekbones. Get lost yeah. in those. He's Doctor Strange. Do you see that one? No. <laughs> I know a lot of those guys. I know them. I know these guys. Okay, you don't like fine. Hemsworth, I know him. Yeah. Evans. Yeah. I know that guy. <laughs> okay, are well, you trying to win points with me? That doesn't excuse you from uh, not seeing the movie. I mean, some of these are actually good people. movies. They're good movies. You should support your friends. Okay, so what happens in Infinity War? I'm not So, like, every superhero goes up against a giant purple Josh Brolin person? Pretty much. And let me guess. The Avengers somehow manage... He's trying to, what, destroy the universe? And the Avengers manage to stop him from doing this? See? that This is why... No, actually. No, Michael. Oh, that's not what happens? No. I thought he had this amulet. He's trying to get these jewels. It's a, they have it, different powers. It's an infinity gauntlet. Like, there's a... One jewel that'll destroy a planet if you want it to. Kind of. Like, who the hell wants... We're doing that. We don't need any help with that. We're taking care of that. We don't need a a gauntlet. A purple guy with a gauntlet. Yeah. We're just doing that just fine on our own. Right. Anything else you want to get off your chest before I release you? Is this over? Thank fucking God. No, don't be like that. Oh, man. This is your... (laughs) Your therapy session for today. Oh, Jesus. How do you think we did this time? On a scale of one to ten? <laughs> well, no. I-, I think it was a very solid uh, interview. <laughs> Be nicely, quaintly entertaining. You know what was good, inter- too? Intermittently entertaining. You know what was good, too? I liked What They Had. That's coming out later this what year, too. What They Had's a badass movie. I really did that like it. That woman, she killed it, man. Very touching. She really did. She, Elizabeth. She's she's really talented, man. This is uh, well, maybe we'll talk later in the year, but it's you. It's uh, Hillary Swank, Black Danner, amazing, like and very it's a change of pace for you. And uh, I think yeah, a really what do you mean a change of pace for me. Well, no, I just like that. Look, we've talked about the typecasting and shit, which I think you've broken out of many times in recent years. But like, that's a that's a. I don't know. That's a. So you think every part I've played since Kangaroo Jack has basically been the same person? Is that what <laughs> you're saying? Not saying that. I'm. Frankie Lombardo and General Zod are basically essentially the same person. I'm just saying. I don't think I've Tim seen. Tim Fowley and Richard <laughs> Kuklinski are the same person. Do you keep in touch with Winona? Why are you asking me that? <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't spoken to Winona in a, in quite a long time. Do you still have the flip phone? Let me see your phone. Oh, I'm not even having this fucking conversation. Let me see the phone. I'm not having. Do you have a phone on you? I don't. I don't want to go through this with you. Right what does now. that even mean? Why is this such an unpleasant topic? This shouldn't be an because unpleasant. Because I know exactly what's gonna fucking happen. What's gonna happen? <gasps> see, <laughs> you're so not surprising me right now. It's a long story. I can tell it. I don't want your Michael Shannon five people listening to this shit to g- fall asleep. Guys, Michael Shannon has an iPhone. Michael Shannon has an iPhone. Michael Shannon. Has an <laughs> what's the what's the background Are you screen? Bleep what's the, the, what's the photo? Out? Any photo? No. You turned it off. Yeah, I turned it off. <laughs> I have respect. Is it a photo I'm of me doing in the background? An with you. What if the phone went off? <laughs> 
How are, you want me to turn it on here? I'll turn it on. Okay. So why do you have an iPhone? How, how? I'm with a, a, a phone provider called Credo. Okay. They they for liberal progressive causes. They like give money. They're 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 being very nice. You know the because most of the telecommunication companies are like fascist alt right wing <laughs> idiots. But these people they actually like, you know, have social justice uh, uh, in, involved in what they do. Okay. So anyway. My phone broke, and I called him, and I and 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 it had a little uh, uh, what do you call it a uh, uh, menu of the different kinds of phones you could get, and they had a flip phone way at the bottom, and I called him and I said, yeah, I want the flip phone, and they said, uh, <laughs> we don't really do that anymore. I'm like, well, you have it on your menu here, and they're like, well, yeah, we could send you an iPhone. I'm like, I don't want an iPhone. Um, I want the little flip phone. So I had to like beg them to send me a flip phone, which eventually they sent me a flip phone and they said, this is not a new flip phone. It's an old flip phone that's been refurbished, whatever that means. So they sent it to me and the, the, and the damn thing did not work like at all. Like I, it was driving me insane. I would try, it would take me 15 minutes to write a text because the keys, I'd have to hit it like 20 times. Well, and it's a flip phone. And, take, that's and, what it, and yeah. No, no, because I've been texting with flip phones for years <laughs> quite well without any worries whatsoever. This phone was a piece of garbage. It didn't work. So I said, seriously, is this the only flip phone that you found in the bottom of the closet, you know, underneath somebody's old shoes or what? And he said, "Look, we just we don't we don't get new flip phones anymore. We don't get them. We don't." I'm like, "Well, then it shouldn't be on the menu. You shouldn't have it on the menu." Right. And I was like, "Ah, fine. Send me the damn iPhone." Because a, a month had gone by. I was missing uh, calls, and people were trying to get a hold of me. And I was like, "Just send me the fuck. Just send." Me. <laughs> How's it working but, you out know, for you? What's How? interesting yeah. about it is that okay, so fine. I have the fucking thing. Yeah. But I decide how I use it. I do basically what I did on the flip phone. I make calls and I text. I don't have games. I don't watch shows. <laughs> I don't read, you know, uh, uh, blogs or any of this crap. <laughs> I just I just text people and call them. Okay. Every once in a while, I take a picture. Like, I took a picture of the address here so that I could remember how to get here. <laughs> this is a self-portrait that my daughter drew Aww. at school. That's, that's amazing. That's Marion's uh, self-portrait. That's very sweet. Fuck off. <laughs> Want to swap in a photo of me on the background? Explain it to your daughter? No. This, this is daddy's new friend? Daddy's new friend. <laughs> they, they're going to have to meet me at some point anyway. They might what, as well... Are you going to come over? Well, is that an invitation? I thought this was only supposed to be 45 minutes. <laughs> I was trying to wrap it up 10 minutes ago, and then you went on a 10-minute rant about your phone. No, you you baited me into that. You, 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 you pounced on. You took advantage of me. I have to go. I have to go talk about myself with somebody else now. Seth Meyers. Well, there's one in between that. Oh shit. I'm talking about myself all day long. All right. Whether you like it or not, Michael. Or world. Michael, it's been fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I think we really broke some new ground today. And uh, well, we'll see where we'll see five years from now when we do this again. Don't sit. That's mean. 
20 years from now, we'll see. We'll, bo we'll both be dead by then, let's be honest. Yeah. Okay, going to exchange info. What's your email address? I'm not giving you my email address. What's your, what's your phone number? 555? Five, five, five. Not on the, We're on the <laughs> air right now. All right. Bye, Mike. All right. Bye, Jeff. And so ends another edition of Happy, Sad, Confused. Remember to review, rate, and subscribe to this show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm a big podcast person. I'm Daisy Ridley, and I definitely wasn't pressured to do this by Josh. Ha, ha, ha.